from the Utah School Counselors Association, this is The Sounding Board, where school counselors share ideas. I'm Nate Webb, school counselor, USCA board member, and every week I'll be speaking with different counselors and professionals that will be giving us valuable information in our counseling world. We cannot wait for you to hear these ideas. Let's get to it. All right, everybody, welcome back to the sounding board from the Utah School Counselors Association. I'm Nate Webb, and I'm super excited for today's guest. The last few interviews I've done has been with people in the construction industry, in the trade industry, and we have another titan among us, Brian McCurdy from Hughes General Contractors. Welcome, welcome, Brian, to the show. Nate, how are you? It's good to be here with you. I am so good, and I'm so thankful to have you here on the show. So tell us a little bit about yourself, how you ended up in the construction industry and helping school counselors to get kids into it? Well, I never thought I'd end up in the construction industry. In fact, I used to think that the construction people were the people that were dirty on the job site, you know, unshowered, not clean, closed and, you know, were disgusting. Mm -hmm. And I thought I never want to be that. I, I don't understand what the fascination is with construction, but I'll tell you what happened is, uh, and you know, this is the part where I get to humble myself and tell you what an idiot I was, but uh, for thinking those kinds of things, but you know, that was kind of what I came to you know, the construction industry with was that idea. So long story short, I was, I'd been working in several different industries. I've been in hospitality. I've been in banking. Um, I've been in retail, um, all of which I enjoyed, but man, I got laid off after 104 years of a bank you know, that decided to make some bad decisions, mm. found a job in construction. And I showed up at an interview with the suit and tie, because that's what I thought you did. And that was the first thing that they commented on was, no, never wear that again. We don't do that in construction. And I thought, <laughs> oh, this is going to go really well. Uh, so long story short, I found myself taking the job and have loved working with the people, loved working in construction. Um, it is so far from what I believed. I didn't think, and we can get into this further, but I didn't think there was money to be made in construction and <laughs> I didn't understand, but yeah. So here I am 16 years later, um, you know, and, and so when I come as Hughes General Contractors to do this podcast, it's for me, it's not necessarily about Hughes General Contractors. It's the industries as a whole. It's the entire, you know, architectural engineering and uh, construction industry that's just desperate for, you know, kids or anybody that wants to give it a shot, even if it's just to get them through college. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And a lot of people think that in construction, it's only hard. I mean, it's, it's all hard jobs. All, all jobs are hard job, kids. Okay, you got to earn money somehow. Yes, but, yes, yes. Um, but they think it's all like the construction, like the building things jobs, but like there's careers within construction. Like I, I assume that you use doctors. I assume that you guys use lawyers. I assume yes. that you guys use accountants, right? Okay. So here's why, here's why we landed in front of the school counselors association. So I have six kids. My oldest is now 19. Huh. And a few years ago, when we started this process, we went to the school and it, you know, and, and I'm not faulting the counselors. They've got a, they've got a, 300 kids to deal with they don't know what's at their fingertips they're just trying to do the best they can but we sat down and wanted my eighth grader to pick a career and I said 
what do you tell the kids about construction? And they said, well, we don't have much information on construction. And I said, well, I'm going to change that. And so we decided to get in front of the counselors and just make sure that they understood the careers and career options that are available. I mean, you're right. We have attorneys. I have full marketing teams. I have full accounting teams. I have full human resources teams, full project management teams. We have graphics designers. I have, uh, I have pilots on staff. If I had a large enough organization, I would absolutely have a physician on staff because it would save me money on healthcare. So our message has been this. Anytime we go out is really just more of, look, it is a viable option. We absolutely need the talented people that are willing to hold a hammer and, and deal with the elements and the weather that just want to you know, you know, be that end of construction. But there's a whole nother 30% inside of the office or inside of construction that still has you know, fulfillment needs um, with technology, with, with you know, degrees without degrees. There's all kinds of opportunities. Dang. So why choose construction? Like for kids that are thinking like you did, like construction is just the dirty, the nitty, the gritty, they're not going to make money. Right. How, how is that stereotype broken for you? Where it broke for me was when I all of a sudden realized what kind of talent it takes to be able to, to work in the world of construction. Mm. That it is, you know, there is some serious amount of skill and talent and having a skill is never going to be a bad thing. No. I wish I could build something. I'll tell you, it cost me a hundred bucks an hour. Anytime I pay somebody to come over and fix something that I've screwed up, which <laughs> tells me it is a viable career and I look at the boats that are on the lake on the weekend, and I look at the construction companies that are having the toys and having the fun. And, and I just think people have got a stereotypical idea, just like I had, of what they, when their kid says, I want to be in construction, and they're like, oh, are you sure? You sure you don't want to be a doctor? You sure don't want to be a lawyer? Most of the kids that come to us with, you know, that have decided to develop a career in construction, whether it's through the traditional schooling path, or the less than traditional, you know, non-schooling path, they're, they're coming to us debt-free and they're coming to us with skill and they're, they're awesome, awesome people. I love working with real people. I don't, you know, there's not a ton of politics in construction. Nope. And get uh, her done. Get her done. And, and it works. So, so, I mean, that kind of, so earlier you said the concept of degrees without degrees, because construction, a lot of times the, 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 the certifications and things acquired in construction don't require your stereotypical four-year university degree, but it does require you to become the expert in that area. And so what are some of the routes of education that one can go through to get into the world of construction? Well, okay, so let me talk several different ideas here. So the first one is, let's say that you're just not a, a traditional learner who wants to learn inside of a school, you know, a school type setting behind a desk. Mm -hmm. You know, construction feeds that need. I can take somebody that doesn't know the back end of a hammer and I can, you know, give them a skill and let them watch and learn and touch and feel and do. That's one way. Another way is through the tech schools. The tech schools are awesome at teaching you know, those types of skills and giving some exposure. And then there's still, you know, the traditional college route. So what I love about construction is it isn't necessarily, it can be a fit for anybody 
that wants to develop those types of skills. I love that. I love that. And so what do you think school counselors should teach the kids about construction then that they aren't currently teaching them or um, things that they should include? Because like you said, they didn't have a whole lot of information. I mean, yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like even now, even though counselors that go to the conferences and they learn about the things that construction still, you know, doesn't have the rep that it should. Sure. Well, once again, I we we understand counselors are doing the best that they can with the caseload and the timeline and, and everything that they've got. So this is in no way, you know, we, we want to be a partner to counselors in this scenario. Oh, yes. Heavens, and yes. I'd actually love to step back a little bit. There's one thing that I would tell, that I try to tell all the kids, even when we get in front of kids to, to talk to them about, you know, choosing a career in construction is number one, Don't think that just because you want to be a doctor, you've got to work in a hospital. Just because you want to be a lawyer doesn't mean you have to work at a firm. Just because you want to be an accountant doesn't mean you have to be in an accounting office. There's so many different ways to, you know, find a career and and do what you love inside of industries. And let's go back to some of the, the options that I had mentioned like, you know, with a videographer. So I've got a videographer who, who flies our drone, makes our videos, does TikToks and YouTubes for us all day long. So we can, you know, show clients how their projects coming along and do proposals and, and do fun things, you know, to, to put the industry out there. And so you want to be a videographer doesn't mean you got to be a videographer inside of a movie studio. You can do that in construction. Um, I've got a graphics designer and all he does is cartoons and draws ads and all those kinds of things all day. So the big message here is there are a lot of ways to do what you love in several different industries. Construction just happens to be one where everything is under one roof. Now, there are a few things like I've, I had one kid ask me, well, I want to be a veterinarian. Well, if I was large enough and I wanted to provide a benefit of having a veterinarian on staff, I'd have a veterinarian on staff. But you know, this is an industry where people are looking to hire, um, you know, good quality people, give them something to do, and they want to keep them around and keep them happy for years to come doing all kinds of things. So for every, basically for every hundred people in construction, 70 of them are out in the field doing that type of work. 30 of them are in the office doing everything else that needs to be done. Yeah. don't rule out your choices. I love that. Don't, don't close any doors. Like you love what you love and you can find a way to do that under almost any roof. Right. And And just because industry that you love and just because it's labeled as construction or just because it's labeled as education or just because it has a certain label doesn't mean that you can't do what you love to do under that roof. You never know until you knock on the door to find out what's inside to see what's offered there. And you and I are sitting here, you know, doing video chat to record this podcast, but I'm looking at what's behind you. I mean, somebody had to decide what blinds to put in your recording studio. Somebody had to decide what color was on the wall. Somebody had to decide what chairs. Somebody had to put the brick together. And so by the time you get all of these modalities between architectures and designers and, and you know, craftsmen and everybody works together to get a project done the greatest thing at the very end and you know many of your counselors every one of them sits inside of a school building we love to build schools because we know this is this is a hundred years plus worth of legacy learning and helping kids which is the reason that that 
my understanding, most of the teachers and counselors got in because they love the kids. Mm-hmm. So we're providing the building that gives them the ability to do exactly what they love. So once again, it, it all kind of ties back anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And so now, now you get to brag a little bit about you guys itself. Why <laughs> General Hughes versus other places that might be out there? Like what? It, tell us a little bit about yourself, about Hughes. You know, in all fairness, it, it would not be it would not be kind for me to talk about other contractors because we each have our own talents. We have our own opportunities for learning talk about yourself brag boy okay (laughs) and and we don't do a ton of bragging about ourselves we actually like to sit in the second row and clean up when the first row has made the mess and they call us in to help here's what i can tell you very nice so family-run business um third generation is currently in charge the fourth generation is working their way up um and it is very much run that way and and it's one of the things that draws me near to Hughes General Contractors in fact I'll tell you one of the reasons when I when I knew I was a fit here here's what happened we were putting together a school out on a military base and it's tough to get your subcontractors out on a military base because not always are their records clean and and shiny yeah and uh, so the project was a little behind the general who is overseeing the entire project happened to be, uh, he scheduled a grand opening prior to the contract end date. Um, so, you know, if, if, if we're, we're not only we're behind, but now we've got, you know, we've got a little push. And at the end of the day, somebody came, or beginning of the day, somebody came through the office and said, hey, we need some help getting this school together. There's a grand opening tomorrow and we're still working on some things. Oof. And I'll tell you, I went out to, the, to this site and, and I'd only been here for maybe a month and a half. And uh, our accountants were out there helping. Our, our attorneys were out there helping. Our field hands that were, you know, that keep our shop clean and our vehicles running, our mechanics were out there helping and everybody pitched in. That is how I knew I wanted to be part of the Hughes organization and I wanted to stick around was because there were no golden, you know, there were no golden anythings and ivory towers. Everybody was willing to dive in and get the job done. I will say that is traditional for who we are and what we do. We don't, we don't see a whole lot of politics and and kiss ups here. I, and I love that a lot because even in the education world, and I've seen this in multiple districts, there can be politics and it does get annoying. And so it's nice to be in a place where you feel like that there isn't much of that. Um, Well, being the guy who, so I'm technically, my title is uh, the Director of Talent, Image, and Connection, which is really marketing, branding, human resources, and business development all lumped into one. And I'll tell you, we don't see a ton of the politics on this end. Um, we've, we've built, you know, several, several, you know, hundreds. Of, I wouldn't, I, you know, I don't have an exact count. I'm going to sound like an idiot if I get the wrong number, but we do schools all the time. Right. We love to do schools. And, uh, you know, 60, almost 65 years, it'll be 65 years next February. It's what we do that and tilt up concrete. And, you know, I can tell you, I've got, I've got 40 plus year superintendents that have never worked at another construction company. I've got project managers who came right out of an internship um, and, and have stayed with us for 30 plus years that are now vice presidents. So, we're very conscientious of who's here and how do we help build them. Mm. So yeah, I tout our horn a little bit on that. Some of the technology that's in construction, I mean, we tend not to, we choose not to be 
the very first in technology because we know it, it takes some time to uh, make sure that it's actually going to work. Right. And we, like I said earlier, we hate to be, we like to clean it up when it goes around, but I will say that, uh, that it's, it's, it's incredible the technology and the amount of technology that's in construction. When we mm-hmm. talk to kids, we talk about, it's like Minecraft. I mean, imagine being an owner of a building and being able to walk through it before you ever even see ground broken because of the technology that's available. So you can make hard decisions in the very beginning and save yourself millions of dollars. So we pioneer some things on this end as well. Man. Well, I appreciate you guys so much and I appreciate everything that, I mean, all that all construction workers do and all construction companies and the industry as a whole. I was one of those kids that I didn't work in construction, but I was one of those kids that typical school, I hated typical university. I still hated. I got a master's degree and I did not enjoy every second of it. What I enjoyed more was my side gig that I did to make money. So I didn't have to pay any loans. I sold pest control door to door for seven years. Okay. And side gigs work. Yeah. And, (laughs) and so like with the, with the kids and the parents that are, you know, they're like, Oh, you have to university. You have to do X, Y, and Z. You have to do your stereotypical. I'm just sitting here like, no, you don't. Like find your way. And there's so many different ways to find your way. And so counselors, if you have kids that you, that, that, that they're just not sure they're like, I don't know what I want to do. Maybe have them take a peek at this construction industry. There's so many awesome doors that could be opened. If you just take a look. There are, there are in fact, and several of us, you know, are on, you know, several of us construction companies have gotten together and we're on committees and we try to do things that allow those types of things to happen. You know, ours, for example, we have a student learner program. And in that student learner program, we can take, and our insurance allows us to do this, we could take a 16 to 18 year old or 16, 17 year old, um, let them on a job site. They do everything that everybody else does. And it just gives them a summer's worth of let's see what this is like and see what I love. And if nothing else, once again, let's go back to what am I going to walk away with? What's Mm -hmm. the worst thing that happens if I try construction? I'm going to walk away with a skill and I'm going to walk away with some learning. I too am not exactly excited about, you know, progressing my career through degree after degree after degree, because I don't learn that way, but I do learn very kinesthetically and hands-on and in uh, construction is a great way to, to just get hands-on. So we give these kids hands-on experience and then they walk away with the ability to frame a house or they walk away with the ability to, to build a wall or they walk away with the ability to, to see what it's really like to be a part of something where they drive by and can say, hey, I helped with that. I helped with that. I helped with that. In fact, we're doing something in Tooele shortly. Um, are you guys building we, one of our new schools? We are building one of your new schools. Oh, my so goodness. Thrilled. Which we one? Are, oh, my gosh, hold on. Let me let me get my list out. Is, fact, it, are, you, are you doing all of them? Because there's like four new schools coming up <laughs> in Tooele here in my area over here. We got a new high school, new middle school, new elementary school. I, you know what? We, we're, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to sound like a fool. I can't tell you which ones we're doing exactly, but I, but uh, I know we've got two of them starting. Okay. Gotcha. That's so, probably the high school and the middle and the elementary school. I believe I, I know the middle schools might've hit some hiccups when it, for, for some of the things, you know, there's been a couple of like, pricing and things have changed. It's made, and this is why it's hard for me to give you an answer is things have changed enough that people are thinking whether or not they continue with some of the projects that are out there. Yeah. But, uh, 
Yeah, it, it's That's coming. Cool. There's great stuff coming. There is great stuff coming. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today. And thank you, everybody, for listening today. I hope that you guys have a new appreciation for the construction industry. And check out General Hughes Contracting, their website, their Twitters, all their social handles, and everything is going to be in the podcast description. Go and check them out. Go and say hi. Hope you guys all have a wonderful day. And we'll see you on the next one. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Sounding Board. Email the sounding board at utschoolcounselor.org to send us your questions and ideas. If you like our podcast, please rate and review our show. It helps other school counselors to find us. Links and additional information for any references from today's episode are in our show notes. Check out our website at utschoolcounselor.org where you can listen to past podcast episodes, register for any of our professional development opportunities, and become a member of the Utah School Counselors Association. USCA members also receive a bi-monthly newsletter to stay up to date on current Utah School Counseling news, events, and issues. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Utah School Counselor and on Twitter at USCA Tweets. The mission of the Utah School Counselors Association is to support professional school counselors in their work for students through advocacy, professional development, recognition, and support. This podcast would not be possible without the support of our members. We'll have more ideas to share with you next week. Let's go.